Hello everyone and welcome to my anime journal. Today we'll be starting with Hei Wei Dai X Rikong Ling Kai Chi De Yi Shi Jie Sheng Hua I can't Chinese. Uh, anyway, uh, this is uh, an anime. It's actually a commercial of, of a cup ramen that uses ReZero to advertise it. However, it's uh, it is Chinese. It, it's strange. Um, anyway, I'm actually a little skeptical on when I completed this. Uh, this says I just started and finished it the same day and watched both episodes. Just watched the second episode right now and I'm not sure if I actually saw it before then because uh, apparently it came out more recently than that but anyway it, it's a cute anime it's, a, it's about ReZero and the Emilia and Rem sharing the cup noodles with Subaru also it comes with a fork which I think is funny because like you know usually you're supposed to eat ramen with chopsticks but I think in Japan and I guess maybe China too sometimes they consider instant ramen to be oh it's not real ramen you can just eat it with a fork and they'll even give you one which is kind of hilarious <laughs> well, a cultural crossing just happens like that sort of like how I mean there's certain words like that like how shoujo ai the, the Japanese no, no no the English term shoujo ai translates into Japanese as girls love like like the Japanese word is English and the English word is Japanese it's strange as hell uh, but yeah that's that's how some things work uh, but anyway so yeah the, the plot is is very very simple um, but the art is good I, I think they did a good good job there isn't a translation for it. There's Chinese subtitles at the bottom, though. And it is recorded in Japanese, since I somehow they got in touch with the original voice actors. ReZero must just be popular in China, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's a cool anime. If you like ReZero, then go ahead and watch it. Nice little short. Also, if you like cop ramen, why not? I always love instant ramen. Very nice. Um, like, I mean, it's not good for you, and it's not like it tastes amazing, but it's so simple, and if you don't know how to cook, it's just really easy to do. Uh, but anyway, after that, I watched Shishong, um, and uh, I actually started this way long ago, March 22, 2015, one of my first, actually. And the reason why I started it was because I had wanted to see what is the most obscure anime in all of existence? What anime has been touched by the fewest users on my anime list? Obviously, it can't. My anime list is not a good basis to go on that. It's since not only is it not a Westerners, but it's not even. <clears throat> Like it's it's a very small percentage of the population. Uh, only Westerners use it, and not even that many do. 
Like, uh, there's a funny thing on my anime list that Cardcaptor Sakura is considered to be more popular than Sailor Moon simply because more users added it. Uh, and especially, like, you know, people who are more into anime are more likely to watch Cardcaptor Sakura than go all the way back to Sailor Moon and try to watch that. Even though I'm sure more Americans have seen Sailor Moon than Cardcaptor Sakura. But that's just how things work. And so this had like, might have been like 20, yeah, about like, no, might have been five. I think it was five users who had this on their list when I started it. And the reason why it was so low is most likely that it was just added. That someone just decided, let's add this to Mal. Click the button, boom, there it goes. And I see it as like, wow, this is the most obscure anime anyone has ever made. Only has five people who have ever seen it. Uh, but obviously that's not the case at all. It was just that it, that was when it was added. Uh, but and it was still airing at the time. Even though it only aired for like three months and aired... 41 episodes in that time. Crazy, man. Uh, they they are stuff fast in, in China. I don't, oh, yeah, this is also Chinese. It's, uh, it's known and aired on Billy Billy, I, I believe. And, yeah, it's, I, I, did, I started it untranslated. I, I later got the translation for it. It's called Zombie Brother. It's about fighting zombies and stuff. And yeah, this whole apocalypse thing. It's it's all right. Uh, I liked it at first. I felt wow, this is kind of cool. This is good action, better than Sao definitely. But uh, over time, it's like it's kind of boring. And you know, I watch still watch the whole thing. It, it's it's all right. It follows the guy uh, by Shofei about like uh, like this and you know, he's just the main character and goes around killing zombies and stuff um, you know wouldn't really recommend it honestly after that I watched wanna be a tuna which is a music video and it's 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 weird as hell uh, especially lyric wise it's it's just very strange uh, if you like really weird music videos, uh, go ahead. The, you know, the, the animation is not any less weird than the title. That is, that is my recommendation. My full recommendation. Um, anyway, after that, I watched Usa Talk, which is about an Usa who talks. Usa being short for Usagi, meaning bunny. And, uh, here's... Here he is, and it's just a full minute, and he talks. Wow, innovation. Uh, yeah, no, don't watch it. It's 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 trash unless you just want another addition to your lists, like I usually do. Uh, after that, uh, after that, I watched Kami Chamakarin, and this is most best known, uh, bug eye anime. I just. Just researching this a bit today. And uh, here we go. This is Kamichama Karin. Uh, but actually, there is a much better. Um, 
screenshots. I guess if you're listening to this audio only, um, me bringing a oh, frick, me bringing up uh, an image isn't gonna do any good. But oh, and also another great thing from Comic Tama Karin was the quote, "You sexist male," which is just it's it's wonderful in so many ways. It's sort of like how like when a black person says all white people are racist. And it's like, but doesn't that make you racist? And <laughs> saying, you sexist male. Like that somehow her being sexist against males is, uh, is negligible in some way. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, Kamichama, it's even in the real anime, she looks weird. She has gigantic eyes. Um, she has cute twin, twin tails, though. Uh, also, it's made for children, but for some reason, they seem to do lewd stuff with their characters. And they even have, like, a whole beach episode, and you have the main girl wear a bikini made of seashells and saying, it's sexy. Like, as a 12-year-old, she needs to be sexy. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway. I don't know. No, I don't think that's, like, bad on YouTube. But, anyway. So, it's it's a strange anime. Um, it's... I guess it's kind of cute. But... Uh, it's, it's cute in a really gross way. It just looks weird. Wouldn't exactly recommend it. Like, in fact, the eyes weren't even the worst part. It's just bland. Uh, so it's a magical girl anime. About Kareen. And then she turns into Kamichama Kareen. Kamichama meaning little god. And a little goddess, and she just does stuff with her magic and stuff. She's not very good at magic. She just does stuff, and she's supposed to be a magical girl warrior. She's just really bad at it, and so yeah, I wouldn't really recommend it unless you're just a fan of bad anime. Or maybe Magical Girl anime, I don't know. Uh, after that, I watched Alice SOS. And this was difficult to get through. This has been put in some lists of anime that people wish were subtitled, but aren't. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it really deserves to be subtitled, honestly. It wasn't very good. Uh, so, and also this is aired in a very weird way. Um, it's 14 episodes long. Each episode is around 40 minutes. Uh, but on some sites it'll say 19 minutes per episode and 28 episodes. Whichever one, it's, it's the same amount of time. And, but it was only, if you look at the, the air dates, it actually, um, actually aired a very strange amount of time, honestly. 
uh, April 6th to January. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's quite a lot of time for 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 14 episodes. Yeah. Well, anyway, they aired it very strangely. But it's supposed to be Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Um this girl who loves Alice in Wonderland and then she becomes Alice and then her boyfriend needs to save her, but in the most childish ways possible. So every time every episode the well actually it just happens very frequently where a thing will pop up on screen and ask a very simple question kind of questions the kind of skill testing questions that like in Canada you're legally required to answer a skill testing question if you want to win a prize so if you you know went, go into like sweepstakes or something or you know, go into a magazine that they're giving away free stuff and you win, then they have to phone you and give you a skill testing question, which is like, what's two plus five times three? And and it's just very simple. And you just do the math and there you go. And they do these kind of things. What's two plus five times three? And, and it'll have these four four answers on the screen. And it's like the antagonist is asking this question. It's like, if you can answer this, you will defeat me. That kind of thing. And then the, the protagonists, uh, you know, huddle together. And it's like, oh my god, what's two plus five times three? And then they, they come up with the answer. And they say it. And then boom, oh no, now I'm defeated. And and then they move on with their quest. It feels like it's made for kindergartners. I I don't I don't get it. Um, yeah, it it feels like it's made for just way too young of an audience. And so I couldn't really enjoy it, honestly. I mean, I know I like anime for little kids, like eye cuts and Precure. That kind of stuff, but this is just way too young. If it, it, it feels, guess, yeah, sort of like the Umaiso, whatever the frick, the, the dinosaur one, it feels a little like that in terms of age range. After that, I watched a much better anime, which is called Sora Yori Mo Toe Toei Basho. Uh, or a place further than the universe, also just shortened to Soriori. Generally, that's what it's called, and it is a fantastic anime. Uh, in in all regards, honestly, just it's just so good. And so it's it's an anime uh, about a group of girls. Uh, it's mostly like it starts off two, and then they recruit other people and try to get the funds to to go down to Antarctica. And it's, it's just so good. Obviously, it's difficult to, to both get enough money to go to Antarctica as well as to even, like, convince people. Oh, going to over, <laughs> all the way down to Antarctica where it's freezing and resources are scarce because it's so expensive to ship stuff down there. This is a great idea. Uh... It's, it's hard to convince anyone that that really is a good idea. 
But somehow they manage to, and they get, um, get you know, a decent amount, decent crew for for high school girls. And as they say in the show, uh, that high school girls have never gone to Antarctica before, which I completely think is probably true. Can't imagine why any other high school girls would go down there. But these these four high school girls are also very beautiful, and. I mean, they're, they're just such great girls. Also, you, we have Hinata, uh, like kind of Genki girl, and the, actually <clears throat> she's Genki, but the the main character is even more so. And she's just so cute and happy and bubbly. And also, she mentions that her her hairstyle, where it's cut straight like this, and it's because she cuts her own hair. And I don't know, I find that kind of cute. Uh, but also, what's another important thing to note is the art style. A lot of people complain about the hair shine, which sounds like a very arbitrary thing to complain about. If you look at how the way that their hair is shiny, it's it's just white. Uh, and so, oh, that's a, that's a video. But. <clears throat> So like in a lot of anime, you'll often like kind of, you know, it'll be a bit designed differently, I guess. Um, like I mean, hair shine just works in different anime in different ways. Kaon doesn't have any hair shine. If you look at Kaon, they're, they're just, all of their hair is completely matte, um, which is, you know, it's, it's an interesting choice. Well, basically matte. Um, there's like a tiny bit of shine, uh, and then the Achikochi has a, a very unique way of making their hair shiny. It's like it has a line across, and then it has these ovals in it. It looks cute. Oh yeah, and uh, the Lucky Star also has an interesting way. Where it's like it's only on the two sides and none in the middle. But yeah, Sora Yori, it's it kind of goes across. It's like e on each like section of the hair, you have a bit of white, but it is pure white. It doesn't have any kind of gradient to it. It doesn't doesn't have like lines. It's just it's just white, and it works. It works in the show. I like it. But there's still people who complain about it. It does look lazy. It looks very similar to to something to to anime with lower budgets, let's say. Um, like uh, there's definitely anime. Oh frick! I I know I can think of one in mind, uh, but I actually can't remember the name of it. But anyway. There's a lot of anime that are just made on very limited budgets and can't really afford anything better than just some white across their their hair uh, to show that it's shiny. And so it kind of gives that impression, but there's so much else about this art style that you can tell that it's definitely not because of budget that they did that. Because everything in the anime just looks so well made that it was clearly an artistic decision to do it that way. 
Um, anyway, back. Enough on that. Back to the actual story of it. Uh, yeah, it's it's about them traveling to Antarctica. It's it's actually it. There's more time spent progressing towards them going to Antarctica than they actually spend over there. But when they do get there, it's wonderful. It's it's very cute just seeing these girls deal with the Antarctic and all that kind of stuff. It's very cute, and it's also fairly it's fairly similar to my favorite anime, Yamano Susume. It's obviously also the kind of sister anime to Yulu Camp, which aired in the exact same season and is very similar as well. So yeah, definitely recommend that to basically anyone, especially if you like cute girls and adventures and slice of life, any of that stuff. After that, I uh, what. Uh, Chisana Tei in The Small Garden which is just some short film that sucks and yeah uh, it's about I don't know an isekai I guess it, it's not very good and after that I watched Flowering Heart or finished Flowering Heart also known as Mixtape, Mixtape Mayhem which is better than Flowering Heart I think uh, although, <clears throat> so I, I watched this dubbed because there wasn't a sub, well, except for my own, but that one only goes up to episode 10, and, I mean, my own sub was not at all a translation, in the slightest. Uh, I, I completely mixed up what, what they were trying to say. <laughs> I made it seem a lot more adult. I liked it, uh, I, I, I found it enjoyable doing that. But when I actually watched the, the dub, which I'm sure was a fan dub anyway, you could tell it wasn't very good. Uh, so I, I would suggest my subtitle, but I mean, maybe I'm biased on that. Um, you could watch this if you want. It's pretty mediocre magical girl anime. It's about them uh, turning into adults and then trying to cure people of depression. Um... I guess that does sound interesting, um, but yeah, so they have this club and they they get people who are depressed and uh, otherwise just need help and they help them. And then their antagonists uh, are people who use magic to make people depressed and yeah, and then they make them not depressed. And boom, there we go. It's uh, it's all solved. <laughs> and the same general thing happens every episode. It's uh antagonist makes someone depressed, the protagonist uh become adults and then help them not be depressed anymore. And and then their uh their pet hamster turns into a handsome prince temporarily. Uh, from that magic, and then he turns back into a hamster afterwards. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I would somewhat recommend that, but it's not amazing. You don't really have to watch it. After that, I watched Koyomi History, which is just a sh very short anime from the Monogatari franchise. And, yeah, it's, it's alright. Uh, after that, I watched... Atakai Fuyu Canada, 
which or warm winter Canada, which takes place in Canada. Uh, Japanese tourism promotion anime inviting Japanese people to visit Canada. And this anime is sponsored by the Canada Tourism Bureau. That's that's actually very cool. Which celebrates its 150th anniversary. Oh, nice. I guess that must have been the same year that Canada hit 150 years. <coughs> very cool. Uh, I mean, it, it it was actually the animation was really well done, like surprisingly well done. Um, and also, it's just it's about Canada. I mean, obviously, I'm biased to that. You'd expect me to be. But, yeah, it's it's a very cool little anime. And, yeah, I, I'd recommend you, you watch that. Especially, it's only 30 seconds. I mean, what do you have to lose? I could show it to you now, but I'm not going to. Uh, after that, I watched Mira no Kaikata, or uh, How to Keep a Mummy. And this was uh, all right. It's uh, it's about a dude, and then he uh, gets a just a tiny pet mummy from his dad. Um, and uh, so this mummy, it looks like it's wrapped up in bandages. Who knows what it's really wrapped up with, or not bandages, like you know Egyptian tape or whatever the heck it is. Um, and. But there's there's no real idea of what's underneath them. No one knows. Is it human flesh? Is there a natural person in there? Is is it just is he just made out of these? They seem to be waterproof. Um, who knows? He also doesn't he doesn't appear to have a mouth, but he does eat. And. Uh, was he likes dog food and apple slices, which is strange, but you know, that's just who he is. Uh, he can't talk either. And he, he's 12 centimeters and 175 grams. <laughs> Not very heavy at all. Uh, and there's also, you know, our, our protagonist. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, he's our protagonist. Uh, there's also a, a single female in the main cast. She's kind of cute, but she also just looks weird. Uh, I mean, just look at her. She looks kind of odd. Um, but yeah, and story-wise, it's it's fine. It's mostly just humor-based, and so it, it is funny, but it's not super funny. Uh, and you you could watch it if you wanted to. Wouldn't completely recommend it. And after that, I watched Hina Matsuri. Ooh, this is good. I love Hina Matsuri. And so this is actually... This is an anime um, about a Yakuza member, this guy, uh, who has to raise this girl, a strange girl with supernatural powers who suddenly came to Nita. Um... <clears throat> So she is a very troublesome girl. Uh, she kind of looks like Foss in terms of her hair, uh, like Foss Phospholite, but Foss Phospholite. Um, but she's definitely nowhere near in terms of personality. She doesn't really have any ambitions whatsoever. Like Foss Phospholite is, you know, known for really having all these deep virtues and really wanting to do stuff 
It's like, I want to be useful. I don't want the fact that I'm weak to drag me down. Whereas Hina is basically the opposite. Uh, she is super strong in terms of her magical abilities. And, but she is so bad at using them that she's she's basically better off not that often she'll like do things and then break stuff and but she doesn't have the powers to fix it so it's just oh god I've broken something um sorry about that and obviously the the guy who's a Yakuza member is like oh my god and I mean most of his the stuff most of the junk around his house is worth like huge amounts of money so when she breaks something it's actually a catastrophe but she still does it all the time. And <clears throat> and so, yeah, she doesn't really care about anything. Like, she just kind of wants to be fed. And just wants to, like, goof off. Yeah, just, just a complete bum. But she's in a rich household. And then we have Anzu, who is basically her foil. And she is... Um, she kind of comes into the world and doesn't find a person to live with and instead is uh, lives with homeless people and she's great at it and she's just she's a great well she's not a person but she's a great character and she she does stuff and you know she, she's great at being a homeless person although I mean She'd probably be great at having a job as well if she wanted to do that. And yeah, she's just great overall. And so even though life handed her bad bad things, she was able to overcome them. Whereas Hina was handed great stuff and just does nothing with it. Just kind of goofs off. Um, also, we have... Where is it? Uh, we have, uh... Oh, here she is. Um, Hina's friend. And she, uh, becomes a bartender. Which is interesting. Uh, apparently a really good bartender. Even though she's, like, way younger than drinking age. Um. So, yeah. <clears throat> very cool anime. I liked it. I would recommend. Especially, you know, like, if you like Supernatural Slice of Life, that's a great anime to watch. After that, uh, I guess, did I watch all these on the same day? I guess I must have just finished all these, all, both of these anime in the same day. But I watched, yeah, Mitsuboshi Colors and Yulu Camp, uh, which were both great anime. Um... I think I probably watched them both on the bus. That would that would be my best guess on how I watched them both at the same time. Or no, or maybe maybe it's been I think Yulu Camp I watched on the bus and then maybe Mitsuboshi Colors I finished uh while watching it at home. And so let's let's do Mitsuboshi first. Mitsuboshi is a great anime as well. I, I know I know I say that a lot, but there it's there's so many great anime I've just watched around the same little period of time. Uh, I mean, I'm always watching tons of anime, but... But anyway, Mitsuboshi Colors is an anime about three lollies. And... 
So we have uh, our, I guess they're all kind of the main main character. Uh, but uh, we have Yui, the leader. She has this like nice little side tail. She's adorable. And and then they all just have those like pure and innocent little faces. And uh, so she's she's a she's a leader. She's a bit more shy and uh, but also kind of the more down to earth kind of designated driver kind of character um, <clears throat> compared to the other two. And then we have Sachin. She's uh she's blonde. She's energetic, and she's also super cute. And you know she she gets up to some mischief. Um. And then we have uh, Kotoha, who is the the gamer girl, I guess of it. She she loves spending her time video game playing video games. And uh, apparently she's, oh no, that would be a spoiler. Uh, but anyway, yeah, she likes playing video games. She's also the only one of the main cast with uh, an unnatural hair color. Um, but she is also cute. And, you know, um, Mitsuboshi. And so all three of them, oh yeah, and she, she has this little saddest thing. Very cute. Um, but anyway, so all three of them have uh, these two other main characters who they'll talk to a lot. There's the, the policeman, uh, this guy, Saito, uh, who they like annoying. And he plays along. Usually, or sometimes he tries to prove them wrong, but he'll often play along. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they they kind of mess with him a lot, and and then we have this guy, <laughs> who is uh, he's a lot older, but he's also just a complete goof. <laughs> he he just he's a a store, like a store owner, but his store just contains the most random of objects. And so he'll just like find something and be like, hey, colors, want this. <laughs> and just gives them some kind of random piece of garbage <laughs> and they'll play with it because that's what kids do. And, and yeah, so, you know, obviously he just likes, you know, cute little kids doing, doing their cute little kid things. Sort of like a, like an uncle or, or grandfather to them. Even though uh, he's not actually related to any of them. Um, anyway, yeah, it's it's a very cute, very innocent, wholesome anime. If you liked Non Non Beery, I'd say this is a a good choice. It's set in a rural area. It's very young children, and it's also not lewd at all, which is great, because uh, that's exactly how I like my my little girls uh, not sexualized, because that would be wrong. And, and also it's just not not good um, so yeah if you like uh, if you liked non non beery or any other kind of also Tamako market that was also set in a little uh, more of a town than really well actually this is kind of a town as well both like small towns 
Uh, no and beer is more set like out in the countryside. So this this and Tamako Market have more similar setting. Definitely not Tokyo. That's that's uh, an important part of it. And you know they have this little clubhouse they go to. It's all very cute. Uh, highly recommend. And after that, I watched Yulu Camp. Again, just just such a great anime. All there's so many great anime. Um, yeah. So Yulu Camp is is about well, it's uh, mostly about these two and their friendship. So there's a uh, Shimarine uh, who has this giant bun on it off of her head. Uh, but anyway, she, uh, she's a great camper, not just like a happy camper, but I mean, like she had to, she goes camping and she usually does it alone and, and she's good at it. She knows exactly what to do. And, uh, and then our protagonist, Nadeshko, um, who's like this cute pink haired girl who, uh, may or may not have autism um, sees her camping and thinks man that that looks really cool I'd like to do that and uh, joins her and they become friends and and then she joins uh, a camping club at school with, uh, with two other characters with uh, Aoi Inuyama and was it she? Yeah, yeah, and her uh, Chiaki Ogaki. Who's this other girl? Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, all all the girls are very cute. Uh, it's all very nice. They go camping. So it's it's very nice. I mean. It's very laid back, as as the title implies, Yulu Camp, laid back camp. Um, but it's it's mostly about you know seeing the seeing them like you know mesh together and pull off all these different activities together. <clears throat> very cute. Again, highly recommend. It's also similar to Yamana Susume, instead of hiking, the camping. And just out, girls in the outdoors are so cute. It's very nice. Um, and uh, and then I watched the specials to that. Uh, obviously not as great as the TV series, but still very good. And after that, I watched Inu Yashiki, which is uh, about uh, dude. It's about two guys. Uh, one of them is a uh, serial killer, and and the other guy is a very old-looking guy. Look at how old he is. Uh, I think he's like 60 though, or maybe even maybe even be like 55. But he totally looks like he could be 80 or even 85 or 90 even. But he's 60, and. <clears throat> And yeah, so, and he is the Inuyashiki, and uh, and so both of these guys have this basically the same powers. But uh, when people are like being murdered by by this dude or about to be murdered by this dude, then Inuyashiki will be informed. It's like, 
Hey, buddy, someone's about to be killed by that other guy with the same powers that you have. Why don't you guys check it out? And then he goes over there and uh, checks it out. It's just very bloody. Um, it's alright. Uh, you can tell it's well done, but it's just... Well, not not super well done. The, the story is mostly just meant to be edgy. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Um... After that, I watched Amagami SS, and this anime is, it's a harem, it's about a dude and a bunch of girls, and this is one of the more weirdly directed harems I've ever seen. So it's based on a visual novel, which it very much feels like it, but... Usually when we have uh, an anime based on a visual novel, you go for the harem route, or you go for one girl's route. Or sometimes you just go for uh, every route, like with uh, Fate, where you just adapt the the route into their own individual anime, which is a fine way of doing things. But this one adapts the route into a series of two episodes. So you get two episodes for one girl, and then you just kind of forget about her. It's like she never existed. And then you have two episodes about the next girl. And then the same thing happens. And that's why we have one, two, three, four, five, uh, six. Yeah, six uh, heroines. And and it's 25 episodes. So, so yeah, you have a couple episodes per, per girl. <clears throat> so... Yeah, that's all fine. It's it's adapted weirdly, but and it's also very fetishy. Uh, so it's like every arc that has one girl in it. It might have been four episodes actually, but every arc of one girl, it'll, you'll see him and his weird fetish, like a, a knee fetish or like a, an elbow fetish or or belly fetish, or all those kind of weird fetishes that you just don't really talk about much. But, I mean, someone has them. And clearly he has a bunch of weird fetishes. And so do the girls. So yeah, that's that's what this anime is about. Fetishes. If you like fetishes, then, uh, then go ahead and try Amakami SS. And then after that, I watched this, uh, this special... What was it? One, just just a second, like a sequel episode. I don't know. It was all right. And uh, to cap things off, we have uh, this dementia music video, uh, crazy for it, which eh, was not good. Wouldn't recommend. Uh, anyway, thank you for watching. Hope to see you again next time. Um, I I'd like just to. Again, just recap on, on all the anime I would recommend from here, which would be Hinamatsuri, Mitsuboshi Colors, Yulu Camp, and they're just all so great. Just watch all of them, please. Anyway, thank you for watching. Hope to see you again next time, and goodbye.